This episode is brought to you by Economy Fence. Looking for a beautiful, lasting way to increase your family's privacy and security and add value to your property? Visit EconomyFence.com to see which style of fence is right for you or visit one of our convenient showroom locations, Economy Fence Center. We truly are the fencing professionals. We're back in the shed for another podcast, and this week's episode is jam-packed. We talk about our picks for the week for NFL Sunday, and we introduce our new fantasy segment, Studs and Duds. To wrap it up, we keep you updated on the NBA playoffs and MLB playoff race. So grab a snack, sit down, and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to the Game Shop Podcast. Football is back, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes sir. We are recording this at is 9.28 p.m., Mountain Standard Time. We just finished watching the Chiefs beat the Texans 34 to 20. I believe the final score was. Yep. So yeah, okay. yeah, uh, no one has the exact score in front of them. But um, football's back. I didn't think that we'd get to this point. I really didn't. I was doubtful. I cried. Not really, but I thought about crying. I, did. I didn't think football would get <laughs> back. But we're here. Football's back, and. Do we just want to dive into the to the recap? We have nothing. I mean, uh, we're yeah. we're we're gonna we're gonna talk. We're gonna give our picks. We're gonna give our fantasy stuff. We're gonna talk a little bit about the NBA. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. Um, follow us on Instagram at gamechat dot podcast. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe, rate five stars on Apple. We're gonna try to do more on Instagram. Um, we did a mailbag before this Friday. People like that. We'll yeah. keep doing it. Mailbags are a lot of fun, guys. So put in the questions, and uh, we'll we'll be for sure for sure to answer them. Yep. Okay. Do we just want to dive in? I mean, I don't know. Let's just give our thoughts. So I just wrote down some stuff. Um, the environment seemed normal. Like it it seemed like we were watching a yeah. football game. Yeah. Props seemed weird. Yeah. Props to Chiefs fans, man. They were pretty loud. They said a twenty two percent people. The, they filled the stadium 22%, so it was around 17,000 people. So, um, But, I mean, you could hear them. It was loud, and they said there was no artificial noise added, so I thought it was pretty cool, the, the environment that they were able to create. Yeah, I agree. Um, it didn't, yeah. I, I don't know what other teams are doing, because they said it was only the Chiefs and the Jaguars that were going to allow Only fans. stadiums allowing fans. Two. Out of yeah, the whole NFL. Really? Two stadiums. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty weird. crazy. So I wonder, I, and they said they're going to pipe in. I heard one report that they were like, we're going to allow teams to pump in like seventy decibels or something mm-hmm. of crowd noise, but it's the same for offense and defense. Like it just stays the same. So oh, okay. like, yeah. there's no real home field advantage this year. Okay, which is going to be kind of weird. I mean, even in the mm-hmm. bubble with the NBA, they're doing that where they're pumping like the offense and defense noise. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see like uh, how if you can even hear it. You yeah, know? I mean, honestly, when you're zoomed in and you're really watching the game, it doesn't really click until like there's a touchdown or there's something where they kind of show the sidelines, but. When you're just zoomed in, it's really hard to tell. For sure. It makes you think yeah. about whether or not, like, like I mean, crowd noise is obviously a big thing in, in home games, and especially for, like, you guys for the Seahawks, you know. Um, and it's going to be different. Like, it's going to be definitely a little different with offenses being able to hear the whole time. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. It, I, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see what it's going to be like when the teams really don't have any, like, fans. It, I, I wonder if that will be a little weird because it wasn't super weird watching the Chiefs because there were still some, some people. So I think that will be interesting. Um Clyde Edwards-Helaire, he, he kind of stole the show, show tonight, I feel like. I think the Chiefs' offense was exactly what we thought. 
Um, they're a machine. They're really good, obviously. Um, but Clyde Edgelaire surprised me. I don't know about you guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought he'd be involved in the passing game more. He had zero receptions tonight, but, I mean, they got up early and they committed to the run game. I mean, they handed up to him early and often, and, uh, yeah, he uh, caught the game. Yeah, I was really surprised with 25 carries. I really mm-hmm. expected about 16, 17 carries, probably three or four catches, and at the end of the game, they're up big, and they're handed off to him Still. six, seven times at the goal line. And over the course of the game, <laughs> yeah. it was just wild. Yeah, I have to sweat that out a little. Oh bit. yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, I was I was a little skeptical about a, like a lot of hype over a rookie, especially in an offense that could function without you know needing him really. But um, but no, yeah, I think he really he really shined. And I think that's the thing though is the offense he's on. Obviously, he's on the, probably the highest scoring offense in the NFL, so he's he's going to be able yeah. to put up points. Yeah. One interesting situation with him to look forward to is um his goal line work because he had seven or eight goal line carries tonight where he couldn't get in. His only score was about 25 yards out. So The interesting was, thing is, though, that he did not have any passing game. And I no, think that yeah, will change. no receptions. And I, I do think that will change, too. So yeah. so that might be what you're kind of trading off. Like you're, He's probably not going to get as many goal line attempts, I think, especially after uh, how many times he failed tonight. But I think he will get involved a little bit more in the He passing. should. He needs to get yeah. passing work because, I mean, that's a big part of why they drafted him as well. Especially so. rookies, I think, have a hard time. Rookie running backs. There's a lot more in the NFL that rookie running backs are responsible for than they are in college. Like, there's a yeah. lot more blocking. I think what they do out of the backfield is a little bit more complex. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll just take time. But, uh, yeah, 25 carries for 138-1 for Edwards Alaire. Um, the tar the the carry breakdown. Uh, Daryl Williams had seven carries for twenty three yards. Nothing special yeah. there. Um, Sammy Watkins had one carry, and Anthony Sherman had one carry. So it was all Clyde edwards alaire What do you think about the Chiefs' offense? I mean, that's a lot of carries for their offense. Like they have the sixth fewest carries or handoffs running plays, um, in last year in the NFL. So it'll be interesting to see if they commit to that long term. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll just stay on the Chiefs, I guess. Sammy Watkins had seven catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. If you start him in fantasy football, you're you're a very happy person. Um, I, I mean, that seven for 82 and one. Yeah. That's a great line for yeah. Sammy Watkins. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it if you started him. For yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey was six for 50 and one. Uh, Tyree Kill, five for 46 and one. You're, you're happy if you started both of those. Yeah. The, the, the touchdowns definitely helped. The Chiefs offense. Yeah, for sure. Miko um, Hartman only had one catch for six yards. Um, Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes, twenty four for thirty two, two eleven and three. Um, great night for him. He looked, yeah. I mean, he looked like Patrick. Mahomes. He looked like Patrick. Like, Mahomes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Chiefs. Chiefs look good. Uh, it's again not really surprising. Um, I think the only thing that I was interested in tonight and seeing from Kansas City was Edwards Alaire, and he's. He's so small, but he's like so fast. He's yeah. so explosive. He makes yeah. a move, and then he's just out of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. He's he's slippery. He's he can get he can get through a lot of defenders. He twists and turns, and he's he just can't get the goal line. Yeah, like a smart card. Yeah, I thought their defense. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the Chiefs' defense looked really good tonight too. Yeah, definitely um, pass rush. Yeah, yeah, I mean they looked um, good towards the end of the year last year, but I feel like I mean they're they're carrying on this year. So yeah, Deshaun was sacked four times. Patrick Holmes was only sacked once. Deshaun was, he just looked pressured the whole time. For sure. It, offensive it line always been a problem. Yeah. Offensive line always been a problem for the Texans. And, and this looked like a game script where DeAndre Hopkins was needed. I mean, Definitely. it's just true. Yeah. Um, he didn't have anyone that he was looking exactly. at. He looked like he was just like. He didn't trust one person. No, yeah, no. I think that's the biggest problem. And I mean, I mean, the trade with him and David Johnson, I mean, 
there's going to be game scripts where they're going to be ahead and the David Johnson trade's going to look good, but this is definitely a night where DeAndre Hopkins was missed. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But John, David Johnson did look good. He looked very good. He looked very good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he was a little quiet like, in the whole, no, kind of the whole yeah, second It's half. not his game script. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. the way that the Texans want to run the ball versus the way that last year with Cliff, uh, Cliff Kingsbury wanted to run the ball, it's a totally different system. Yeah. And it really fits him better definitely. with the way he was in 2016, being able to read uh, and be able to run in zones versus having to be a committed area. So definitely. I think – That'll be a good thing for him going forward. Yeah, I agree. Um, he only had 11 carries, 77 yards, and a touchdown. So 7.7, or not 7.7, that'd be divided by 10. Around 7 yards a carry, um, which looked, is great. He looked good. Yeah, yeah looked but good. again, the game yeah, the game script was very negative, so they went away from running the ball. Um, Will Fuller, though, is is the number one. Yeah. He's the yeah, only he's guy that, too. He's the only guy that Watson trusts. Even though I think he dropped a couple passes earlier in yeah. the game, finishes with eight catches and 112 yards. That's a great day. Yeah. 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 For him. I mean, he came out of the game without an injury. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. You know? um, Where's Brandon Cooks? I mean, Cooks, two for 20. That's the problem right there. I mean, they, they signed him to be that wide receiver too they need, and um, he just wasn't there tonight. So. Yeah. Um, that's all we really have. The Chiefs covered, so if you the Chiefs were – Nine and a half point favorites, I believe, and they yeah. covered. We mm-hmm. all picked the Chiefs to win, I believe. Yep, we yeah, did. So I'm gonna highlight that green. We're gonna release our picks um, sometime before uh, Sunday, um, and we'll just put them out there. And then I don't know. I kind of wanted to do some sort of. I think we'll definitely do a competition between the four of us. Um, like I'll just put our records up next to our names. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I. I did a poll for the listeners. Maybe we do something like on Sunday night, Monday night football for the listeners in the Seahawks Niner games. That sounds good. I'm I don't sure. know something to yeah, keep. That'd to, be fun. We'll keep the track of the listeners' um, record and and keep track of our record or something like that. Um, do we do some week one picks? Yep. So we're gonna do our format is we 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 have we we picked all the games against the spread, but now for our, our the show the ones that we're gonna talk about on the show. We're going to do the Sunday night, the Monday night, the Seahawks games, the 49er games, and we'll do our lock of the week and our underdog of the week. So the lock of the week is a favorite that we think is going to cover the spread no matter what. That's our lock. I think we should get – do we want to do, like, just our record in these or – I think that would probably be easier. I was thinking maybe you get, like, minus a point if you get the lock wrong. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and then our underdog is an underdog. He's <laughs> not favored that we think will cover the spread. Um, who wants to go first? I can go if no one wants to. Yeah, start off, Jack. All right. My, should we just do our locks and then mm-hmm. our underdogs? Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, my lock of the week is the Tennessee Titans on Monday Night Football, I think, are going to beat the Denver Broncos. Tennessee is favored by a point and a half, and I think they are a much better team than the Denver Broncos. I not a I, I like the Dem, I like them better than I did in years past the Broncos, but I don't think they're as good of a team as Tennessee. So Tennessee minus one and a half is my lock. Okay, uh, my lock of the week is Pittsburgh Steelers, who are favored by five and a half over the New York Giants. Um, I feel like Big Ben's returned back. I feel like the offense is going to fly against the New York Giants defense. Um, I just see. I, I just don't think the New York Giants offense can score against that Steelers defense. So that's why I have Pittsburgh as my lock. Uh, my lock of the week is uh, Buffalo Bills uh, beating the New York Giants, not New York Giants, New York Jets. 
uh, by six and a half. Uh, and I think Buffalo has really good defense. They're playing at home. The Jets are a mess. They don't really have a good uh, O-line. Uh, running back situation is a mess. And I think Buffalo will play the defense, and Josh Allen will move the ball, and they'll cover. They're only favored six and a half. Yeah, out. against yeah. the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, my lock is New Orleans by three and a half. Um, I, yeah, I think, I think Tampa Bay will be okay this season, but they might not have Mike Evans and I kind of feel like they're going to have to rely on just shootouts against teams just with that high power offense. And so one less, uh, receiver, I think is going to get them a little less points, but I think the Saints are going to keep scoring. So I think the Saints will win by more than three and a half. Three and a half is a tough line. Um, but I like those Saints better. So I, I, agree with that. I do too. I mean, it is a tough line against Tampa Bay and the Tom, Tom Brady. Like yeah, that's really tough. Yeah. Well, the reason three three and a half is just tough because, um, yeah, I mean a field goal. That's, that's yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. a field goal. Three yeah. versus three and a half is a big yeah. You feel confident. Um, my underdog, my underdog is going to be. There's a couple underdogs that I really liked. Um, one that no one picked is the uh, Cincinnati Bengals against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's debut. Yeah, team, yeah. And not a lot. Of, that's a lot unknown in that one and. Uh, that's a three and a half line again. So that's another line that favors Cincinnati. Um, but I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins against the Pitts or the <laughs> New England Patriots. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins are plus six and a half. There's something about Ryan Fitzpatrick in Week One that um, every year he just seems to like come out and and light the world on fire. And I I don't know if. I, I really am not a huge believer. Every time I think maybe the Patriots are going to be okay, I just remember the, how many guys are, they lost on defense this year. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's going to be interesting. And I don't think Miami's a bad team. So um, six and a half, I, I like Fitzpatrick's odds. Okay. Yeah, I love their coach too, Brian Flores. I definitely like their coach. It seems like the Patriots have a problem with Miami every year, though. And it's true. Exactly. Yeah. It's true, going they, back they, to the King like and Drake days. And yeah. They lost the first round by I mean, yeah. to them last year, so. Um, my underdog is the Rams. Uh, they're they're uh, plus three right now against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think the Rams defense is is well suited to go against this Cowboys offense. I mean, the Cowboys offense got a lot of to- or a lot of tools and a lot of good players, but I just think the Rams might be able to cover here on the bounce back season from last year. So they're my yeah. underdog. Yeah, so my underdog of the week is the Cardinals. They're plus seven against the 49ers. Uh, I think. The Cardinals are a team that could surprise a lot of people. I think Kyler Murray, uh, if they give him time, he's going to be have the ability to create plays, especially late in the game. I think their defense has really improved. Isaiah Simmons, uh, Buda Baker, Byron Murphy, uh, all those guys. I really think they're going to be able to contend. They're on the road, plus seven. I think they'll be able to keep it with them. Minor dog of the week is Cleveland. They're plus eight against Baltimore. That one be it'll be a tough one, but. Um... I think they had a lot of a lot of hype and a lot of pressure last year and didn't really live up to it and they've been a little I at least from what I've seen it's been a little more quiet about the Browns so I think they I think they could surprise some people but plus eight is it's kind of tough yeah and, plus eight and is the Ravens favors the Browns in this situation yeah. I, I think the Browns can keep it close yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely going to be an yeah. interesting game but the Ravens the Ravens could also ball them out. Um, Sunday Night Football is the Dallas Cowboys and the... Is it at Los Angeles? Yeah, I think it's debuting yes, in the stadium. Yep, yeah. yep. Uh, breaking Dallas it down. is minus three. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Uh, back with my underdog, I'm going with the Rams. So. I'm going with the Cowboys. I think 
of Dak in the beginning of the uh, new season, I just feel like they're going to come out and they're going to shock some people on the road. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. I watched like an episode of Hard Knocks. And <laughs> now, I'm just, going, now I'm on the Rams train. And I just, I don't know. We're split on that one. So yeah, that'll be fun two, to watch. Um, uh, Monday Night Football, two Monday Night Football games. Mm-hmm. It's always the mm-hmm. week one tradition. Uh, the first Monday Night Football game is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the New York Giants. Pittsburgh is minus five and a half. And then the second later game is the Tennessee Titans at the Denver Broncos. Tennessee is minus a point and a half. I'm going with the favorites on both of these. I'm going Pittsburgh, and I'm going Tennessee. Yep, I'm going with me and Jack's locks of the week. I'm going Pittsburgh and Tennessee as well. I'm going Pittsburgh, and I'm going Denver at home. I think uh, Drew Locke, Denver, I really think uh, they're going to be able to keep it within 1.5. I think they'll be able to take it. Um, I went with Pitt. Um, Not really strained from the path there, but because everyone (laughs) chose Pitt. But... And then I went with Denver as well. Um, I, for fantasy reasons, I have to believe in Denver, and so <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the Denver train for this game. Yeah, losing Von Miller though is it's very, very tough. Very tough. Yeah. I think they're gonna rally behind it. I very think, tough. I think their team is so much better with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb healthy, and it yeah. just sucks. That yeah. I mean, after last year, now you got this. It's it's tough. Denver fans, they're they're hurting right now. Yeah, Titans have a lot of hype going into this year, and I think for they're. Sure. For sure. They're going to be a lot, of, a lot of stress. For sure. The Pittsburgh line at five and a half is crazy. I, I yeah. don't know why that the Giants are projected to stay in this game so much. I, I, I think the Pittsburgh I think Pittsburgh's a much better team. I did too. Yeah. So that surprised me a lot to see that line so close. Um, the Seahawks are at the Atlanta Falcons. Seahawks are minus two, I believe. Uh, I'm going with the Seahawks. I think that this game is probably close, um, but I'm going with the Seahawks. I've been back and forth on this one. This is a tough one for me. Um, I mean, I'm a Niners fan. I know what the Seahawks bring. Um, I also know that Atlanta was pretty hot at the end of last season. And, um, I mean, if you just look at their 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 roster, I mean, they got so much talent. They should be so much better than they have been. So I'm going to go with Atlanta on this one with the upset. Yeah, I think the big thing with this game is going to be the Seahawks secondary with Jamal Adams coming in versus the Atlanta offense. Uh, I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm going to go with the Seahawks here, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Seahawks also. Um, I think Russ is a little mad he didn't get any MVP votes, and so I think he's going <laughs> to... I think we're all a little mad. I, yeah, <laughs> everyone should be at least a little mad, but yeah, I'm going with the Hawks in this one. And then the 49ers game for... Listeners in San Francisco. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals are at the Niners. Niners are minus seven. This is a tough line, but I'm going with the Niners. I'm going Niners as well. Uh, I mean, this and the Seahawks game, I think they're both really tough. I mean, these are tough ones to pick, but I'm going Niners here. Yeah, going back to my underdog pick, I'm going Cardinals straight up. Yeah, pretty much for the reasons Matthew said earlier, I, I like the Cardinals as well, and so I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this one. I say they keep it within seven. All right, fantasy sit and starts for week one. So these are just the guys that – actually, it's not really start and sit. Sorry, it's studs or duds. So the guys that we think are going to be good players this week and the guys that we do not think have a good matchup this week. Um, I will start – the guys that I really like are Tyler Lockett. Again, as Matthew said, I think that game's going to be high scoring. Um, Atlanta does not have the greatest corners. Um, I think Tyler Lockett's going to have a big week. 
I also think Allen Robinson of the Chicago Bears is going to have a big week. He is definitely the number one target in Chicago. And that Bears-Lions game is a sneaky, sneaky shootout to watch. Um, Mitch Trubisky has thrown three touchdowns in each of the last four times he's Torched played them. the Lions. Torched them. Um, this is this is the Mitch Trubisky game, <laughs> and his number one target is Allen Robinson. So I really like Allen Robinson this week. Um, my dad is OBJ. Um, he, he's going to be locked up against uh, Marlon Humphreys and just that Ravens defense. Um, so I think that's a tough matchup for Odell, and uh, I'm just not a big Odell fan. So <laughs> he's my dad of the week. Uh, my stud of the week is Josh Jacobs. Uh, he's going against the Carolina Panthers, and um, they're on a full rebuild on the defensive end. I mean, they they drafted heavy defense, and, and they're starting most of their rookies. So I think he should have a field day today, or this weekend. Um, and my dud of the week is Amari Cooper. Um, going back to last year, he got the Ramsey treatment when they played the Rams, and this is also going with my upset pick of the week. Uh, he went one for 19, one reception for 19 yards last year. So Amari Cooper is my dud of the week. I just have something to say about Brandon Studden's Duds Pick of the Week. <laughs> Me and Brandon are playing each other in our fantasy football league, and conveniently, <laughs> his stud, Josh Jacobs, is on Brandon's team, <laughs> and his dud, Amari Cooper, is on Jack's team. <laughs> so I just I just think that's interesting. I, I actually agree with your picks. Like I think those are good picks. I just think it's funny that you choose the stud <laughs> on your team the and the dud on my team. The matchups do not lie. They do not lie. <laughs> Come back on um, Monday night. So <laughs> yeah. do one. Uh, All right. Yeah, so with my stud, I'm going with Chris Godwin. Uh, Tom Brady posted a couple pictures this week on uh, Instagram and called uh, Chris Godwin his best friend and uh, looks forward, called him very fast. Uh, Mike Evans has a hamstring injury, has not been practicing. We'll see after this podcast whether he's able to play, if he's game time or not. But if he's out, uh, they're playing the Saints, they're going to need to throw the ball down the field. Uh, Saints have a good D-line. They're going to need to throw the ball down the field. Chris Godwin was solid last year with Jameis going with Brady now. I think he's going to have a good week this week. Uh, for my dud, uh, let me preface this by saying that I do have this guy in two of my three leagues. See, I really like that. Yeah. I like that you're going with the guy that's all on your fantasy team. Yes, I, I love Antonio <laughs> Gibson. Don't get me wrong. But week one, a rookie running back with the Redskins, uh, Ron Rivera came out and said he likes the committee. Uh, and I think Antonio Gibson is going to do okay. I think he's going to get some work. But I think based on people's projections of him and him starting off really hot, I think he's going to be a dead week one. I think he's not going to really produce any touchdowns, maybe get a catch or two, but probably seven, eight points uh, and be a dud. But I hopefully I'm wrong. <laughs> Hopefully I'm wrong. All right. Uh, my stud of the week is Devontae Adams. Um, I think he could break the reception record, which Michael Thomas broke last season, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. Um, and if he's going to do that, he's going to have to start catching from game one. So I <laughs> you think, hope. <laughs> I hope. I hope. This is all going off of I think he can break the reception record. So, um, yeah, I think he'll have a big week one. My dud is Rob Gronkowski um, because I don't think he's going to do bad. I just don't think he's going to be nearly as good as a lot of people are thinking, at least at first. He or, might, he, or where they drafted him. So. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, in fantasy, I feel like he was drafted way too high. And especially for – I mean, he was, he was amazing when he last played, but he hasn't played in a couple years. A yeah. A couple years, right? Yeah, I mean, they still yeah. have O.J. Howard. They still yeah. have Cameron exactly. Brates. They have three tight ends. Exactly. They have all those weapons. Yeah, it's going to be really and, tough. Yeah, and if he you know, if he just has a couple slip-ups at the beginning, you know, 
they've got they've got other tight ends to go to. They've For also sure. got Chris Godwin. You know, they they have the options. They don't need need Gronk like yeah, the whole yeah. time. So. I, I like both those picks. I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed that drafted Gronk mm-hmm. high when he goes out there and probably I, I I don't I I would not be surprised if he doesn't get a target. Yeah. You're so, banking on touchdowns. Yeah. You really are. You're banking yeah. goal line, jump ball, fade away. Yeah. yeah. There's gonna be a lot of like one reception for five yard yeah. type of games for him. Yeah. And, and that will not suffice. Cameron Bray does the same thing that, yeah. that mm-hmm. he would be there to do. So Yeah. Um, quick NBA playoff update. The Heat beat the Bucks four to one. There's a lot of reports saying that the Bucks are trying to trade for CP three this offseason. Giannis mm-hmm. said that he wants to stay in Milwaukee, at least for this season. He doesn't want he said he doesn't want to be traded. So but he's not gonna ask for one. Yeah. Let nothing about free agency. <laughs> let the honest sweepstakes start now because it's gonna be a season long uh, conversation. For yeah, sure. yeah. Exactly. Um, Celtics Raptors game seven is to the night of this. It's Friday night. Yep. Because we're releasing this Friday morning, so tonight. Yes. Raptors Celtics game seven. I just saw something on Twitter that the NBA came out and said that there should have been a foul on Kemba Walker with two seconds left in the end of overtime, and he should have been shooting two free throws. And I mm-hmm. I, I hate when leagues come out and do that. Uh, cause so like, what, yeah, okay, so they should have won the game is what you're saying? Like, right. It's horrible. Um, Clippets are... Clippets. Clippers. Clippets. Clippers. Clippers. Clippets. Um, Clippers are up over the Nuggets 2-1. Yeah, it, it feels like a gentleman sweep kind of series. Um... Did you guys hear what Michael Porter Jr. said? Yeah, pretty bad. Game? Pretty you bad. No, I did not hear that. Um, he basically came out and said that there's only two guys that are playing offense or shooting the ball on our team, and Ooh. they need to spread the ball around. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So they're down. They're down three one. So Clippers are gonna be looking. Oh, to is put, it three one yeah, now? Clippers yeah. are gonna be looking to put mm-hmm. it away tomorrow night. So I, I think it's. I think this one's about wrapped up. Yep. And then the Lakers just beat the Rockets. Like a couple hours ago, right? Is it three one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This I I figured this round would not like we were gonna get a lot of interesting we or first round matchups. I besides the Heat, but the Heat and Bucks weren't even a good series. It was just surprising who won. So now I think we're gonna get I think the conference finals. We're gonna get the Lippers or <laughs> the Lippers. Clippers <laughs> the Lippers. Um, hey, that's yeah. it. Is, it is. It's the Clippers Lakers matchup we've been looking forward to. Exactly. And, I mean the Lakers. The last two matchups they've had. I mean they started out slow, been down 0-1 to the Portland Trailblazers, and now the Houston Rockets. But they bounced back both series. So if don't they start overreact. At, yeah, exactly. But I think if they start out slow against the Clippers, it'll be tough to come back. I think Clippers are a much better team than the Rockets are. So I agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then in the East, we're going to have the winner of the Celtics Raptors and the Heat, which uh, either way, I think that'll be a good series. I do too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right now, I think my favorite is the Heat. My the mine finals. too. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they are fun to watch. One. They got yeah. some energy. And, and I mean, they love to play defense and I, and I like watching that. So, um, <laughs> I wrote, I've created this document on, I think Tuesday afternoon and I had the MLB playoff race in there because it was really, really fun to care for a, a night. And that's about all I, I was like, oh, the Mariners are a game and a half back in the playoffs. And now we are like four games back. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun to care for a little bit um, about the MLB playoff race. I didn't know they were at eight eight teams from each division. Each yes. league make the, mm-hmm. the playoffs. That's ridiculous. 
Yeah, I mean, to give you a little bit of hope here. So the Mariners didn't play today. Astros lost again, so they're still only two games back, two games back. Okay. in the division. Uh, all they need to do, the Yankees are starting to kind of get hot again, so the wild card spot is a little bit more difficult. So right now it's them and the Astros, basically. The Angels are behind the Mariners right now. Uh, Mariners get to play the sorry Diamondbacks. So down goes a little figurine there. Uh, <laughs> our mascot. <laughs> our mascot's down. They get to play the Diamondbacks, who aren't that great. Uh, play the A's, first place A's. Got to play the Giants again, who just kicked our butt. Uh, Padres, <laughs> who we actually played pretty well. And then we get the Astros in a three-game series. So I That's really what's going to come down to. Yeah, I really think if they can stay in the hunt, stay within two to three games, it's going to come down to that series. <laughs> and, I mean, the thing is, really quick, not to get into a huge Mariners rant, this year wasn't expected to be anything. Definitely. It's Next year and the year after that, Jared Kelnick, Julio Rodriguez, uh, uh, Gilbert, <laughs> Kirby. Gilbert, yep. Yeah, you're just you're naming off so many guys that are basically in the AAA right now of our little you know our COVID season here uh, that are going to be coming up and they're going to be big parts of the future. So I'm, I, as a marriage fan, for once have some hope going forward in the plan and everything going on. To put it in perspective, I mean, the first podcast we did in Boys and Me and Jack, we talked about how the Giants and the Mariners were projected to be last in both yeah. the NL and the AL, <laughs> and both teams are in the wild card race. So I just think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And looking at uh, just the standings right now, I mean, two teams, I think, you know, and not to really just look at records here, but I mean, the first rounds going forward are going to be like three-game series. I really like the Dodgers with their offense. I don't think many pitching staffs are going to be able to stop them. And it really comes down to whether they can pitch and continue to pitch and uh, do their thing. And another team, sneaky team I like is the Rays. The Rays pitching staff is insane. It really is. And they're a team that's a lot of people aren't going to be buying into, but I really like what they have with their pitching staff. And I think when you have pitching in the playoffs and three game series, you can make anything work. I really like the Oakland A's, though. They're my oh, AL team. That yeah. I like. um, A's are a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. They they um, they um don't have the most exciting offense, um, and they don't have the best pitching, but they're pretty good at both, mm-hmm. and, and that's why I like the A's. I think they're a, a very well-rounded baseball team. Um, the White Sox are also very – American Sneaky. League is really competitive. Yeah, these teams that two or three years ago are at the bottom of the pile are mm-hmm. now – Really, yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of teams. Wins. I mean, uh, you look Braves, at the, yeah. Braves are a really good team in the NL. Yeah. They're challenge. yeah, and you look at what's funny is these teams with the highest payroll, the Red Sox, the Angels, the Rangers. The Rangers went out and signed three pitchers at the start of the year that they were boasting about yeah. uh, with Lance Lynn and uh, – yeah, I'm forgetting the other guy – uh, and they were just as happy as can be. And now they're in last place, and they're paying those guys for two more years mm-hmm, that sure. they're going to be in last place probably. So, I mean, it, it pays off to have a good minor league system, bring them up, be able to not spend a whole lot of money so you can go get bullpen guys, add the final pieces, and then make a run. I agree. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. <laughs> um, we have a must-watch event of the week again. We're bringing that back because we go. didn't have it for a long time. Let's go. Because now there's events. There <laughs> is. Events. <laughs> and you must watch them. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there's Red Zone. That's it. Yes. Yes. The Octobox. The Octobox. If you've got Red Zone with Scott Hansen, man. <laughs> Sundays. It's the witching hour. <laughs> <laughs> Sundays um, are the day. I'm preparing my body already. <laughs> Do not uh, text me from 11 to 7. I will yeah. be busy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that'll be fun. Just to have football on on Sunday. College football also starts this week. You probably don't want to watch it. There's not a lot of games going on. I think we're going to give... We'll do our official game chat college football prediction show when the SEC starts playing because that's yeah. when real football starts playing. Indeed. And have, then we'll know a little bit more about the, the other conferences like the Big Ten. I have one question for you guys right here, right now. Okay. Can you declare a national championship? No. 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 Unless Ohio State plays. Yeah. Unless Ohio State plays. Okay. Because then the two can. best teams in the country... <laughs> Two best teams in the country are Clemson and Ohio State. And if one of them is not, right now, mm-hmm. those are the two best teams on paper. If one of them is not playing, you cannot declare a national champion. No way. I, I think yeah. I agree with that as well. It'll have an asterisk on it forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then also, I think we're due, I don't know what the plan is. We're, we have uh, Boise State University linebacker Brandon Hawkins is on next Monday slash Tuesday, two probably Tuesday show. He, we're gonna we're gonna interview him on Tuesday. I don't know if we'll release that as a separate episode or if we'll do. I think we'll probably. I I, I kind of want to do the interview, and then like after the Monday night games, we'll record our week one recap. We'll like recap all the games. We'll do the interview. We'll put the interview in first in the episode, and then do our recap. I like it. So that is the plan for this weekend. Have a happy. Uh, football watching weekend. Mm-hmm. It's here. I mean, it's here. Like, yeah, it's here. This is the moment we've been waiting for. Yeah, yeah. Good luck to your fantasy teams, except for the man in orange sitting across from me. Rock the house on three. Brandon, shoot a free throw or three pointer, fade away. Mini hoop. Oh, oh. one more. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, rock the house on three. Right. One, two, three. Rock the house. Rock the house. Rock the house.